the TX Water Polo Podcast. I am James Smith in Austin, Texas. That's Joe Linehan in San Antonio, Texas. It's been about a month since we last chatted, and there's been a lot going on, so let's catch up. Yeah, Joe, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing, Jim? I'm doing fine. I'm going to see you at your tournament. Not this weekend, but the following. Or no, the, the following after that one, right? We're going to get to Alamo Classic. That's your tournament. Yes, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay, so uh, of, we're going to uh, divide this into essentially USA Water Polo stuff from segment one, and then we'll get into the very burgeoning high school season in uh, segment two, including uh, going over the new alignments, which is uh, very exciting stuff. But uh, first of all, ODP National Championships are now over, uh, both boys and girls. Um, again, s- saw the scores. Um, was uh, I guess it got streamed, at least the championship games, but uh, another successful season. I know it's not entirely over. There's still national team selection camp but at least when I was running it I don't know if you felt the same way but after national championships there's this big bit of relief like the season is kind of over you know and so uh, another successful season for our athletes from the southwest zone yeah and there were kids up and down the groups that got selected um and I and I only heard very good things from all the people out in California and stuff and I think the coaches enjoyed themselves and I believe that like the athletes had a great experience. I think so too. The, the, um, mixed results as usual, it's a, it's the competition is just so tough, very, very tough. So I, I obviously noticed where we stood at the end of it. And uh, again, kind of the same as where we would be in the past, you know, between that ninth and 13th place, uh, largely again, competition is huge, but uh, obviously looking forward to this next coming season as well. A lot of, a lot of young guys in this area. It's awesome that, that are, that are coming up and all, over the state too yeah i mean it was up in the tri-valley kind of area which normally doesn't have these type of events and i think uh the hosts up there did a great job as far as the water the courses and such and you know it's 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 a lot of water polo in a couple days um and i'm glad that all and and i'm glad all all like all the kids had the experience and we'll start back up with the next ODP season in the fall. Can you believe it? Like, it seems like it just started the other day. But uh, I liked it when it was in the Tri-Valley, um, I, I, although you had to fly into Oakland. That was, uh, that was imperative. But, and it was fun because there's all outdoor pools, and here are these guys from, uh, from you know, Central Texas going like, do I have to wear sunscreen? I was like, yep, it's outdoor pool, man. Good times. Okay, so that's over. Uh, generally speaking, we can check in later on National Team Selection Camp and see how any of our athletes are doing. I saw a couple selections, and we can go over that uh, another time. Um, we were also at Thunder Spring. Well, I was. Thunder Spring Invite recently. That uh, kicked, what was that? Gosh, it's been three weekends now. That was the end of February. Unbelievable. End of February, that of course went very well as well. It's uh, you know, when these tournaments d- don't include 18s and 16s, it just seems more, I don't know, like mellow or intimate or whatever. It was very well run tournament, so it, it yeah, was because everybody gets really, really excitable in the 18s and 16s. <laughs> and I say everybody, I mean the athletes, the yeah. parents, coaches, myself included, sometimes. Oh, yeah, so it's just, it's just one of those things where uh, you know, you just you have to sit there and just kind of relax and have a good time. And the kids are there to get better. And that's the main thing. So, yeah, we've, uh, I had a good time, although I have mixed results. So, uh, our Longhorn Aquatex guys won both the 12s and, and, uh, and 14s in the silver division. And now we're going to not play in the silver division anymore. We're going to play up, but, uh, won those. And I got my first red card ever. I never had one before. Have you gotten red carded before? Long time ago. I learned my lesson a long time ago. 
Here, but I just want to share with you, the, and this is going to be interesting, to quote exactly what I said that earned the red card. Good God Almighty. That's what I said. So no, that uh, is nothing that needs to be censored or is R-rated, but that's what got me. But rated. it's not just that. It's what you did before that, James. And uh, well, your, I also— and, and, and your hand motions. Did you slam the ball down? Did you no. already get a yellow card? No, I did not. That? I did not. I did indicate that the kid that I was worried about who was uh, just sinking my guy with two hands over and over again i did the exclusion motion like that should be an exclusion did you go talk to the referee between quarters prior to that no about the no. other player that you were concerned with no i was that something i'm supposed to do yeah, i'm new to this coaching thing I'm new that's to something coaching. you should do yeah so i mean so therefore you go and you talk to them about it so therefore it doesn't just escalate escalate and then you just start yelling and screaming and get a, a, a red card yeah it was a it was like immediate you know was, in fact i did the total com comedic take you know because he flashes the red card in our general direction and i literally looked behind me like who me <laughs> he's like yeah get out of here so anyway no hard feelings. well it's, it happens it, it's, it's one of those things where i'm sure i'd ask the referee the story and i'm sure the real story is somewhere in between <laughs> no no the, the truth comes from me that there's a there's no debate about it i'm absolutely right and everybody else is wrong that's the way it goes <laughs> a great and tournament Yes, it was a it, it was a good tournament. Um, I had a little group go up there. I for noticed. San Antonio. Yeah, and uh, was it? Yeah, it's yeah, it's great. This is like the kids have officially aged up too. So I there's know. no more. I know. Yeah, there's no more of the August one, twenty twenty one. It's August one, twenty twenty two. Or sad. Or or grade in school. So it's a uh, we have uh, you know done that for obviously obvious reasons over the last couple of years. But boy, oh boy, it is weird when I've got these guys that i considered just to be kids and all of a sudden like nope 14 and under it's like really wow yeah, yeah. well 14 and under is not that i mean just go play the big thing oh is no go no play. complaints i love it i love it it's just a it's awkward yeah and then there's the animal classic coming up which you mentioned earlier that's yeah. going to be um better be good animal area of water polo group um that's april 2nd 3rd and then you have the tags water polo champs which is the state championship for eighth grade, sixth grade, and fourth grade and under. That'll be April 30th and May 1st. That'll be in Angleton ISD Aquatic the Center. Outdoor pool. By, yes, it's outdoors hosted by Viper Pigeons. Okay. So, um, so yeah, there's a bunch of events coming on for the younger ones, which is great because that's what we need to do during high school season is focus on the younger ones. Okay. Actually, you actually got to focus on the, on the younger ones throughout the year. Yeah, but, but I, so nope. I know what you're saying, though. I get it. Like, because as a coach – and during the high school season, it's not as though you sort of hand over your athletes to the high school coach because, you know, we still, as club coaches, need to coach them up. And, you know, I don't make any bones about that. But, yeah, it is it is really fun to be able to travel and to take these young um, rosters, you know, to these tournaments. And all you have to worry about is just dealing with the the young guys. It's a, it's a, I, I find it very, very fun. It's good to focus that way. Yeah, I mean it's 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 the opportunities there. It's a it's a little bit as you mentioned. It's a little bit kind of less hectic. There's exactly. not as many teams running around. The older kids aren't showing the younger kids what not to do. So, <laughs> exactly. Um, and um, but no, it's but it's also fun to be able to watch the high school, which we'll get into during segment two. Yeah, different thing, different thing altogether. Uh, who ha, what's the feedback been about Alamo Classic? Are you getting teams from all over the state? Yeah, we have we have teams from all over the state coming. So. Any from out of the state? I'm just curious. No. Okay, just wondering because uh, it's a. I have seen um, sort of communications from places like, hey, where else could we play? So um, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody else 
Come, yeah, well, come play at the Welcome to Texas Shootout there over you Memorial go. Day weekend, also in San Antonio. And then you have the session three of JOs at the end of the summer. So there's Gosh, plenty of opportunities true. to play in, yeah, and come to Texas. So um, tags is grade only, or both grade and age. I mean, it used to be grade and age, um, but it's during the high school season, so right. we made so we there was too many issues with like an older mm-hmm. kind of an eighth grader um or an older seventh grader or something like that so we decided to make it grade only okay. to match the high school season so it's eighth grade and under boys slash mixed eighth grade and under girls there's sixth grade and under mixed and fourth grade and under mixed just remind me what date that is i don't have it on my calendar that is me. april 30th and may 1st okay so all of this stuff is really coming up fast um in addition you have uh, recruited some guy named janai never heard of him before who's coming to uh, texas to do a bunch of clinics yeah He's not coming to Texas. He came to Texas. He's here. He already. He's come and gone. So. Oh, I didn't. So Denai came to Texas. Um, he did his tour of Texas. So he started off because there were some different spring breaks for some different schools. Yeah. So he started off in San Antonio for a couple different school districts and did a yeah in yeah and did a couple clinics on May on March 10th and 11th, and then he did a couple more for some different high schools in San Antonio that had a different spring break on Friday night and Saturday. Um, and then on March 13th on that Sunday, he went up to uh, Dallas and did a huge clinic up there with the Mavericks water polo group. And then he flew down to um, Houston and did a three day clinic with the Cy fair group. Oh, oh right. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, water polo club. And that was on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then I flew him down to the Rio Grande Valley um, and where we did a clinic with PSGA on Thursday we did it, or oh no, I'm sorry, on Friday, and uh, and then we did a clinic with Harlingen and Los Fresnos on Saturday, and then we drove back up to San Antonio, and he did a clinic with the Comal ISD kids on Sunday, this past Sunday, and then he flew home at 6 a.m. on Monday. How did it go down in the valley? That's my it was great. Yeah, it was great. that's awesome. We, had, we actually had news people out there that they, they were doing stories. Um, so it was, and they're like, so do you speak Spanish? I go, no, you got to talk to this guy instead. <laughs> so, um, and, um, no, but it, I mean, PSGA, I mean, they have some wonderful facilities down there. No some kidding. Wonderful, wonderful facilities. I know they just opened up in the last year or so. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, like the Harlingen people are some of the most organized people I've ever met. Wonderful. Okay. And the Lowe's and the Lowe's Fresno's group, man, they just, there's, there's a ton of kids. The coaches are, are, are super enthusiastic. They're very proud and they, and they work hard. The pool had just gotten done and they got in, in 70 degree water. Oh. <laughs> Deny and the kids in Los Frestos. So there's some tough kids down there. So, but no, I mean, it, it was, it, it was great. The Kamal kids were great too. Um, uh, Kamal is between San Antonio and Austin. They're yeah. all starting this spring and they're Amazing. playing next fall as well. So, but um, no, but Janai did a fabulous job as he always does. Um, he is truly a great amb- yeah, ambassador of the sport. Um, and nice. I look forward to the next time he comes in. And where was the um, Kamal clinic? Like what facility? Is each of those schools have their own pool at their own high school. Oh, so good gravy. We, yeah. we used one of them that was all deep. It was at Piper High School. It's a brand new high school that just opened up in North San Antonio. Fantastic. All right. I tried to get something in Austin. 
I did. Yeah, it, my pool's closed. Couldn't do it. It, it didn't work out with Aquatex, Longhorn, no. like like Orzilla. So all those people in Austin that are listening, I don't need to get an email. Why don't you come to? Uh, we, <laughs> we did try. That was my first call. So I mean, you might get me started on the dearth of uh, facilities in my area. Nobody wants that. I've already been on well, that rant well, 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 forty five times. Pool. You have a big pool kind of opening up here soon in Round Rock. So you know there was a real worry that that was uh, that got hit by the tornado in Round Rock, but apparently it did not. So that's good news. Um, Okay, Janai, that's I'm sorry I missed him because I would I would have loved to see him in town, but uh, yeah, had some other things that came up. So there you go. Um, Awesome, Uh, Austin College. Let's move on to that. they are. They had their last four games um, in California and San Diego. Lost all four of them. Um, we should sort of back up, I suppose, because they played out in California prior to that. They lost to Cal Lutheran by one. Cal Lutheran's rated number two in uh, in um, Division three. Lost to them. Beat Fresno Pacific. Lost to Long Island, a Division one program, and then beat the snot out of Chapman, which is good. Chapman's a good division three team as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just Chapman was ranked number five in division three when they played. So. Yeah. So good. And in California, like, so very, very good result there. Um, then went back to San Diego on the 12th and 13th and uh, came away with four losses, uh, lost to St. Francis in, uh, from Pennsylvania. That's uh, the division one program. Um, Wagner from New York, San Diego state. That's a good team. And then lost just by one to Bucknell division one team from the East coast. So that's not a bad result, a, a little funky, don't you think? But still like a good well, result I mean, overall. And those results are about getting playing time. They had not played yet this year. Right. Um, they're just, they're just, they're still getting to know each other and they didn't really play a whole lot last year. So this is still getting to know each other. This, it's not like they were close to home. Um, it's not like they were playing their conference opponents. This is, I mean, so the results, you can kind of throw them out the window. It's how they play and did they get better? And it looks like they got better. Yeah. And they were very competitive in all the different games. It's not like they got blown out or something. Um, and I think they're, they are set up to uh, romp through the, like the CW, CWPA Division Three teams. Completely. So. The, for all their efforts, they are now in the most recent CWPA poll. They are uh, ranked fifth overall for every Division Three team in the country. And then they are ranked number one. Um, for the women's varsity collegiate uh, CWPA Division Three top five. So, um, it, by, by the way, I don't know if you noticed. Do you know who's second in that ranking? It's Austin College is number one. You know who number two is? Is guess. Um, Pomona Pitcher. Augustana. The, another new pro, another new program. Oh, sorry, in Division Three. Yeah, Division Three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable. So, good, good. I mean, and I wish all of them good luck. And was it? It looks like. Uh, they're playing a whole bunch of teams here soon, so it's going to be fun to kind of see how they how they stack up. I'm going to watch them, Joe. It is in Springfield, Ohio, at Wittenberg, and I am leaving on Friday to go up to watch uh, Indiana play again on Friday, and then driving out to Ohio to watch um, Austin College play Augustana and McAllister on Sunday, the 27th. So I will be yeah. there. And, and and for those that are in the North Texas area, and you want to go see a good like like a good game on Saturday, April 2nd. It's going to be the um, Austin College uh, Senior Night. Oh, yeah. It's going to be Brown. Brown is coming in to play them, and that'll be a huge, huge game. And that'll be great for those seniors that have been there through the ups and downs of the, of the last couple of years and the ones that really just are the bedrock that that building that, yeah, that, that program is built on. So I'm glad that Brown's coming down, to, and it's going, to be a, it's going to be a great game for them. You, you so, know what? 
Um, I am not going, but that's at 4 p.m. on that on that Saturday. Okay. I have to do the Alamo Classic. So. Oh yeah, that we. Oh, then there you go. I'll be there as well. Okay. Um, I'm hoping to interview Mark, Coach Mark, as well when uh, I'm up in Ohio. So we will have that hopefully uh, for the next podcast. All right. Anything else before we move on to the exciting high school season? All good. All good. We'll be right back. All of TX Water Polo is brought to you advertising free, and we'd like to keep it that way. So we're asking for your help. Show your support by going to txwaterpolo.com forward slash give so we can keep covering the sport we love in the Lone Star State. Hey, this is Mark Lawrence from Austin College, head coach of the men's and women's Warflow programs and home of our kangaroos. When I'm interested in uh, what's going on with Texas Warflow, I always listen to TX Warflow podcast. James and Joe back with you, TX Warflow podcast. Um, it's unbelievable that it's almost April. We said that we were going to start covering high school after the spring break, and here we are. Um, so, um, I think the most exciting thing is alignments. But a real quick note, we got a comment on the site about how uh, Brazos would beat um, Dawson and apparently also beat St. Mark's. Um, so a very interesting beginning of the season, uh, at least on the boys' side. Haven't heard anything so dramatic on the girls' side yet, but um, we're obviously looking for your feedback about that. No, but so. I mean, hey, just a big shout-out to Brazos Wood. Yeah. It, 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 they beat uh, kind of St. Mark's, which was a bit of an upset. Um, and coach Robert Brown, he does a tremendous job with those kids down there. They always play hard. I always, I always kind of, kind of, I mean, they're a little bit out of the way down in Houston, but you know what? He has a good group there. They always play hard. I am so very impressed with the Brazos with kids every single time I see them play. That's awesome. Um, speaking of sort of, uh, rankings and so, so on that is now live. So, um, if you have a player of the week, Go to txwaterpolo.com forward slash P-O-T-W, player of the week, and the link is there. So if you have players that you're uh, – and and what we'll do for this first one, it's not really going to be the player of the week. It's the player of the season so far because there's been, you know, two, three weeks uh, of, uh, of ball that's gone on. So go ahead and submit your, your uh, players of the week, and we'll get to those the next week. Um, and then coaches, please – Open your emails when it comes to doing a coach's poll. We need uh, numbers. So I'm going to send that out again as well. Yeah, but there's, I mean, again, it's the usual suspects that, that are that are going up for yep. the guy's side. You got, you have, you have St. Mark's and Brazoswood and Dawson and Flower Mound and South Lake Carroll, Marcus. I think Hebron's coming up there. I think they had a couple kind of one goal games against Flower Mound. So, you know, it's, the, it's, 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 there's a lot of good teams out there. On the girls' side, you have, um, you know, the St. Agnes and Foster. Um, you, I mean, and then you're going to have, like, you know, kind of Side Creek. And um, up in North Texas, obviously, you got South Lake Carroll and Flower Mound, yep. uh, kind of market. So there's a ton of great teams out there playing right now. So go support your local um, high school water polo stuff. Yeah. Same answer. Yeah. And do you know what? If you just don't want to sit in the stands, if you want to actively participate – we need referees. So go to Tasso. 
Texas Association of Sports Officials and yeah, and kinda and kinda sign up and get on the and get on the pool deck and get some whites. So. Guess guess what I did. You did sign up to ref. I signed good. up to ref. I'm not gonna be around for a lot, but uh, it was funny. I, I spoke to Patrick and he's like, Well, are you available these coming weeks? I said no. He said, Well, you might just start your first tournament at regional championships. I'm like, that's fine with me. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with that. Um I, I'm I'm uh, I need to take that exam. I like knowing the exam, but otherwise I'm ready to go. Yeah. I have to referee I'm refereeing 22 games this Friday, Saturday combined. Do you have good shoes? You better have good shoes. I do have good shoes. Yeah, I get. I have, and I have two sets of whites. So you do? That's a good idea. I just ordered some new ones, so I'm going to be ready to go soon. Okay. So, so my goal is to get as many referees, so I don't have to referee. I'm 100% on board with that. I don't actually necessarily want to do it, but I will say that we probably need them. So at least ones with experience. So I have a little bit of that. So no, the more the merrier. Just come on out, and we will train you up. So yeah, I worked with a guy at our tournament who's had been doing basketball. You could tell it was really funny because it was. I mean, funny, not haha, but just interesting because every foul he would call. He would raise his hand. I'm like, up oh, basketball, basketball. He's the. You have to sort of readapt your your entire perception of how to, to officiate games when you go from sport to sport. No, but we're gonna get a ton of basketball referees, some yeah, some baseball, some softball, maybe maybe even some football referees. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a lot of fun. I mean, this is gonna kind of transition us. I mean, as far as the high school season right now. Um, you have a couple more weeks of play, and then you have the region championships on April 23rd, 24th, and all four of the regions, of which the top four boys teams, top four girls teams, will then make it to the state championship, Yeah, which will be two weeks after that. That'll be, I think it's May 6th and May 7th. That'll be at the University of Houston, hosted by Clear Creek and Ty, and Coach Ty and, and his group down there. So, um, yeah, this yeah this season's going fast. So, um, and, then, and then before you know it, we're going to be in UIL fall 2022. Hey, are you and I going to go stream that thing again at national championships know. or national champ- at state championships? Go right. I guess I need to start to contact somebody about that. <clears throat> I'm not sure if people want us to do it, but you know, what the heck we'll do it as much as possible. All right. Uh, alignments. Uh, I, this, this is a, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm trying not to get too excited about this stuff because I, it is all together just a list of teams, but it is so awesome to see what this is going to look like in the fall. Like this is a big deal. The UIL came out with its 2022-23 official district alignment for water polo. This is all conference 6A, so it doesn't, you know, again, all teams are going to be pushed up to 6A. And you have a much better grasp of how all of that works than I do, but in general, there are four regions. And uh, it's not perfect in any way, but region 1 is essentially essentially North Texas. Um, region two, um, more Houston, region three, more Austin, um, and then region four, uh, San Antonio and South. Do you think that's fair to say? Um, that's, that's, that's the general thing. There's 32 total districts. So there's eight districts per region. Um, region one is North Texas plus some Houston, uh, districts. I know it's very weird, but I, I region, region two is all Houston districts. Region three is some, is a couple Houston districts and then the Austin area and the South Austin area. And then region four is all of San Antonio and the Rio Grande Valley. Right. And Corpus Christi. So, so there is a ton of teams on here. There's 190 plus teams on here. Um, this is exciting. This is this, I mean, seeing it written down yes. makes it real. Fair. Right. So, and this, and now people can start kind of start thinking about how are they going to do their districts? How are they going to do their games? Um, people can start putting together the schedules. 
Um, so this is so that's what the coaches are going to be doing here over the next couple of months is getting all their schedules together. So by the time school's out there, they have their schedule for starting August one. But I mean, this is this is great. I mean, there are some school districts on here that have never played. Yes, that they're that they're going to be playing. Um, there's to be. I mean, there's a couple tough kind of districts in there, but the, where there's a bunch of teams in one district that have played for a while, and then there's another district with all brand new teams. But that's just how the cookie crumbles. That's just how it is. The UIL bases this off of of uh, geography, so they don't they don't ask about the relative strength of, of the teams. Mm -hmm. But um, basically, all these teams are going to play their they're they're going to get to choose how they do their districts. It might be a round robin. It might be a double round robin. It might be a, a one day tournament. Who knows? And um, then they'll have their they have to um, have their their district stuff done by early October. Then that and then the top teams will then go to the first round of district play. And then after that, then they'll start. And then it's just the single elimination for, from there on out. From district play to region play to state, who who makes the decision about how what the format would be for district championships? For example, is that an athletic director? You know, they, they get together to decide. So every so this is the way it works out. With um, this is very similar to all other UIL sports. Mm -hmm. um, there'll be there'll be an athletic director or an, or an athletic director will assign uh, kind of one of their teams or their coaches to to decide. Hmm. Then they'll get everybody together, like kind of normally, like district uh kind of 14 they'll get all their schools together and they'll decide kind of kind of what do you want to do and how do you want to do it and then they'll start scheduling and then once they have their district stuff done then they can start scheduling their tournaments their non-district games right so there is going to be a leader within each district got it that will then help determine and help kind of kind of focus how they're going to do it what's best for their area I want to pick out a couple of districts just to talk about quickly, um, you know, because you and I were talking a little bit about about it before. So, for example, South Lake Carroll is not on this list, but they will be, as far as you understand. They will be added, yes. Okay, so and then districts one and two are actually quite strong, and so the the debate is, you know, at least geographically, which one of those two do they fit in? Um, and it's it's a pretty exciting. I mean, these teams are amazing. Like uh, district one is essentially all the Denton teams, and then district two has uh, teams that everybody knows, including Dallas Jesuit, Keller, Flower Mound, Hebron is coming up strong, and Marcus. And so it's possible that district two will also have South Lake Carroll in it, and that's going to be a powerhouse. It's possible. We will we will see how it lands. But yeah, but that's just that's but that's the same thing in all the other UIL sports. Right. Football, exactly. I mean, you don't know what's yeah, kind of what's what. So. But, and then I'm I'm sliding way over to District 30, which is all um, corpus. Uh, that to me yep. is just like a stunt. If there's one, two, three, four, five, six teams from corpus, and what it's just stunning because they're starting from scratch. And uh, but we've been you and I have been talking for literally now years about stuff getting underway in Corpus and down in that. And and, you know, you could also include uh, south of here. So, um, you know, the Buda and, and that area. And here we are like it's it's happening. It's on paper now. Yeah. Like you have a team teams from Kyle and Buda and the Kamau schools. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, all the San Antonio kind of the ISD schools are, are playing. You have Southwest that's playing. Yeah, you have Bernie that's playing. And there, I mean, my favorite part about this list, yes, there are a ton of teams, and this is a great start. 
Okay. But look at the bottom of it. There's a ton of room for growth. <laughs> and there's some very big school districts that I know are already starting to play a little bit. Like what? Like, um, like, you know, they're already going to play amongst themselves this, yeah, this next fall. Then eventually they'll be adding in 2023 and 2024. Got this it. is a start, you know, and our goal, and I say our goal, I just mean the water polo goal in general is Community, take yeah. this and let's, and let's make 2023 this many teams plus 20%. Right. You know, um, and you know, like, you know, we hope that Katie ISD plays. We hope that Northeast ISD plays in, in yeah in San Antonio. So there is a ton of room for growth here. Then eventually, you know what's really exciting? This is all six A schools, which also include five A and four A schools as yep. well. Yep. So eventually, I'm hoping in two three years that we have so many schools that we have to go from 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 just everyone in one big thing to to six A five A. Wow. That'd be huge, but but we need a critical mass of five A and four A teams first. So yep, we need to get through this season first. I mean, but it's just incredible to see these names on here that we've been sort of, uh, you know, speculating about for years, and here they are. Um, I'm, it's very exciting. No, oh, no, this is it. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be challenging in yeah in oh, yeah. some areas, <laughs> but you know that's the wonderful part. This is the first time we're doing this, right? So we get to kind of pave like like these coaches and these athletes these they have, they have these schools get to kind of pave the way and then you know there's going to be some challenges well you kind of have to step up the plate you have to kind of uh, adjust and adapt and then you make 2023 even better than 2022 yeah absolutely um it's hard to believe that it's so exciting just to look at a list of teams but it is it is uh, it has all kinds of implications as you've just discussed so very exciting stuff but um i think other than that we're done joe anything else all good. All good. Um, we are done for today. So thank you, Joe. Thank you for all for listening, telling a friend about the TX Water Polo Podcast um, and the Total Water Polo Podcast. I have a feeling I'm going to have a new Total Water Polo Podcast coming out soon. There's news stirring in the uh, in the collegiate ranks. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, if you want to support us, go to txwaterpolo.com forward slash give. We thank those of you who have already done so. It's been really great. It's actually helping pay for my trip to Ohio. So this is very good. And with that, until next week, so long from Austin.
This has been a production of TWP Sports, LLC.